Hey, Christian. What's going on, Justin? Oh, not much, buddy. You know, just another Tuesday in humid Houston. It is humid. It's I gross. Just, I just go outside and I'm wet. Yep. It's like your bitch in the bedroom with me she shows up and she's wet because <laughs> of my presence. Like, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. The way it's been the last few days, it's too wet. Like, people will drown. It's too wet. I can't even feel the friction in there to come. It's too no. wet. No, you're just slopping all around yeah. everywhere. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go to sleep because yeah. this is never going to happen. It's too wet. The Louisiana uh, boat police are going to show up soon. Or what are they called? The, the, na- the, the Cajun Navy. The Cajun Navy, yeah. They're coming soon, man. Although it finally They need to be in Lake Charles right now. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, Lake it Charles is, is getting slizzammed. Yeah, they got like 17 inches of rain or something like that. Dude, I was watching footage earlier, like people are in a fucking restaurant in Lake Charles and like three inches of water come in. And they're still just sitting there like. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, in Lake Charles. Order another beer. Bring my fucking waffles, cause I'm eating this. Bring shit. me my waffles. <laughs> Uh, at least if you fill up on bread, maybe you can float away later. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <clears throat> this is podcast one twenty nine. Oh my god! How's your weekend, dude? Did you do anything fun? I like. First of all, I feel like you know that I didn't. I asked a loaded question. I. You know what I did? That was fun. <laughs> I sent my wife away for ladies' night. Ooh. She went to a bar called Barcode. That's that's with her dude friend named Aaron. But even though he's a dude, it was still ladies' night. Yeah, you can infer upon that what you will. But yeah, they they went to go see like some drag shows and dance. Ah, so yeah. And what was funny is I was like, man, I kind of want to leave the house tonight. And then I got a text. For my friend of the show, Katie. She's like, hey, hey you doing Katie. anything fun tonight? And I said, I have no plans, but I feel like my wife in about an hour to an hour and a half is going to be like, hey, I want to go out. Hurricane Heather's about to hit. Um, meaning I would have to stay there with the kids. And I texted that. Uh, and then about... One hour later, she was like, hey, I want to go out to the bar. And I was like, "Yeah, I told you, Katie. <laughs> I told you. Here's a yeah, text. Yeah. I'm grounded. Yeah. Yeah, I called it. I stayed there with the kids because I am a protector yes. of my wife's mental health. Good for you. Because I am a fucking asshole and I don't know <laughs> anybody that lives with me. So if I have an opportunity to help her in her mental health journey, I will do that. Fantastic. Husband of the year. Uh, no, not even close. <laughs> but, you know, I do what I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Does she show up drunk or, like, you didn't get any voicemails that they were going to Taco Cabana or nothing? I did not get any voicemails. And even if I had gotten them, I wouldn't have listened to them. I, I've been going to sleep very early. Okay. And waking up result, even earlier. As a result of me being drunk. Uh-huh. Very early. Yes. Like, last night, I was in the bed at 9.30, like, fuck. When will it be 10.30 so I can go to sleep? This is bullshit. Yeah. And I went to sleep at 10.30, and then I woke up at 1.30, and I was up for eight hours, like, eh. What did you do while you were up? Why did you stay up so late? You playing... What? Playing I, street, no! Playing Street Fighter? I wish. 
I wasn't doing anything fun. I was laying in the fucking bed trying to sleep. Did you try to masturbate? Sometimes masturbation helps me sleep. Yeah, I I went to that at like four thirty. <laughs> I would have went to it earlier, but I'd be on my jerking off wall, like still in the bed with the wife shit. So like, if she sleep but facing me, I won't do it. But if she's not the back. So then you know I kind of like rustle up the bed and some pillows so she turns around and then I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. gotta you gotta play that game where it's like I can't I can't shake the bed too much. Yeah, you can't get too got, into you. Gotta jerk off general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta slow stroke it. And you gotta get into that mental. I, and it, you know what? That's enjoyable. Every now and then you hit it with the slow stroke, and then you're like, ah, well, fuck. Now I'm messy. <laughs> oh no no no! I have cleanup prepared before. I, I have cleanup prepared yeah, as well. Like, come on, bro. Uh, no, I'm not getting messy in the bed. I'm just saying, there's been times when you're not prepared and you end up messy. There's not for me in the last and nine years. You cannot get that out of your stomach hair. <laughs> it sucks. I it feel like sucks. you have way more stomach hair than me. <laughs> I don't know. I've never compared. I don't have body a lot of hair. hair. Like chest hair. Yeah? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of hair. Yeah. I don't even have a lot of armpit hair. Um. I'm taking it as a blessing. Yeah, I think you did it right, man. All these women out here who want hairy-ass large men, I'm not for them. Although I'm got, just a large man. I got told, like, I, I don't have a lot of uh, uh, chest hair, but I did get told, like, she, oh, you don't have any back hair. That's 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 a good thing. I was like, well, yeah, I would think so, but I've just never had a lot. I'm, just not a, I'm not a real hairy guy either, but... No, I'm smooth. Smooth. I wish I could grow a beard like you, but uh, other than that, the rest of my body is smooth. Yeah, once I shave my head, I'm like, eh, I still got to work, counts. <laughs> mm. The shaved head's working. How the fuck do we get air? Well, I was going to tell you about, I went to Chicago this weekend. I asked you about your weekend, and we ended up on masturbation because you couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, me and our buddy Micah fucking went to Chicago for the weekend. COVID is still very much alive in Chicago, <clears throat> whereas Texas, there is no COVID. But uh, you know that's cool. We met we met uh, met his friends Sarah and Christina and Mike and Benjamin the dog. Very cool people. Uh, Sarah I actually went to junior high with, um, but that was all I can tell you about her as far as that that goes. Benjamin the dog is a dog, right? Yes. I had to I had to make sure it, it was a, a nickname for a person. Anyway, I just want to throw a shout out. Thank you guys. It was awesome. Well, what the fuck the did y'all do? Or do you want to save that for later? Well, I was going to say thank you for the hospitality and all that, blah, blah, blah. Because, uh, you know, plane ticket, and I didn't have to pay for anything else but drinks and food. So it was, hey. it was badass. Uh, um, Mike and I have decided we, uh, we, we were bonding during the White We went to a White Sox game at Guaranteed Rate Field, and we were outside doing things that people do not in the ball game. And uh, we're like, we got we got to do an in person D and D session. So we were talking like, first of all, we got to get Christians asked to come, but we got to have like a a middle of the road place where all 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 of us can meet up and play like at a hotel or something, and we'll just use like their fucking conference room or or something like that. Anyway, we're gonna try and make it happen. Uh, so yeah, when's the guaranteed rate field? 
Fucking White Sox playing the Royals. Got to see a home run. It was awesome. That stadium is fucking beautiful, dude. What a cool stadium. Nice. We got to go to the mini craft cave inside Guaranteed Rate Field. And it's just like all of Chicago's local beers. So they have everything. And it wasn't crowded. You could get in and out really quick. I don't remember what anything cost. And then um, Sarah brought me a... She was like, I'm going to go get a hot dog. You want one? I was like, eh, okay, yeah, sure. But she surprised me with an Italian beef sandwich. To which I was like, I love you. Thank you. She's like, it was on the list. Trust me. We're going to get him this. And I was like, yeah. And it was fucking great. I ended up having like two Italian beef sandwiches. We went to Pequod's the day we left, which is this renowned uh, deep dish pizza place in Chicago. They got two, two locations. We ordered $150 worth of food there. <laughs> nice. And I took that big ass last, like the pizza weighs like 16 pounds. I took that last slice of pizza home. It came with me on the airplane. <laughs> and then I ate it last night standing in my kitchen like half drunk. And it was fantastic. Um, oh, I, got to, I finally got to have the Chicago handshake, man. A shot of Malort and an old style beer. And it was foul. Yeah, I, I just assumed that it was terrible. However, I did let everybody down around me because they were all had like their their phones out to like take a video of me as I took this shot. And I was oh, like, they wanted you to be like, ah, ah, poison. But yeah. you took it like a G. I was just like, eh. I mean, that's terrible. That's almost as bad as cough syrup, but not quite. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that bad. The the worst part about the because this was after the game we were like stumbling around the bar around uh, the south side of Chicago, what just finding bars every and it was like sixty five degrees fifty five maybe during during the nighttime it wasn't it wasn't too cold but the bars were like uncomfortably warm like I I had a sweater on and a, and a beanie and when I got in there I was like oh my god I had to take everything off like. If it was 30 degrees colder in Texas and you went to a bar, it would not be that hot. It was just weird. And every bar we went to was kind of like that. Um, Oh, I had this hard peach tea that was fantastic. Although they were like, don't drink it all or don't drink it too fast. You'll end up, you know, fucked up. Saturday morning, Mike and I started drinking old old styles at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And then we went to a dim sum restaurant. Have you ever been to a dim sum? I have not. So they bring out like this uh, big ass paper with all these pictures of food on it and you check the boxes you want and then they've got this giant ass lazy Susan on the table and they basically just bring out little portions of food and you just fucking pick and go, pick and go. It was an awesome brunch. We ate chicken feet, boiled chicken feet, which was... You did? Oh yeah. 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 Which I ate one and... It was like kind of slimy. It, the flavor was fantastic, but it was kind of slimy, and there was like lots of little bones in chicken feet. I don't know if you know that. Are you, are you a big chicken? Wait, I'm man? sorry. Are you asking me if I knew that there were a lot of bones in feet? Because <laughs> yes, yeah, and just about any creature, humans included, there are a lot of bones in feet and hands. Don't forget about hands. There's lots of bones in hands. But, uh, yeah, so I ate, ate that, and then uh, after that, we went to another bar after we walked around Chinatown, and then it got really fuzzy. And someone mentioned that we were leaving a bar that Sarah works at part-time, and there's, like, two steps up to the bar, and when I walked out, I was like, nope, I can't make these steps. <laughs> Luckily, Mike was there. He helped me down. So thank you, Mike. 
We all need. We both. Me and Micah both needed naps by like six p.m. and we woke up by ourselves and the kids came home at like I don't know twelve thirty or whatever. And I don't know, but uh, we they we we poured a bottle of wine, ate a gummy, stayed up till I think I was up till three or four o'clock in the morning. Finally, everybody went to bed. Uh, so I did have a little bit of a hoorah. I was kind of bummed we fucked our Saturday up by getting just trashed in the middle of the day. But when I woke up in the morning, I was like, where is everyone? And I looked up in the, uh, uh, Sarah's apartment slash house. They're like three stories high and people live above her. Her two windows were open. And I was like, oh, I should shut those because like the sunlight was just like beaming. Boom. I was on the couch just beaming in. I was like, oh, but wait, my sunglasses are right here. So I just like put my sunglasses on and went back to sleep. Micah wakes up at like 10. He's looking around, lets the dog out, and he comes over and looks at me. He sees like the sunglasses. He looks over the window. He's like, here you go, bud. Shuts the windows. I was like, man, I was going to get up. But, oh, shit. Yeah, but it was, it was a good time, man. It's a fucking great time. Um, airports are fucking crazy again. It's nuts. It's back to normal. Just a shitload of people. Shit ton of people, man. Because I was supposed to go to Chicago in six days from now. And then, well, I called and checked on it. I'm like, nope. The guy we're going to see is booked. It'll be June. I'm like, God damn. All right, fine. Well, hopefully it'll be warmer and uh, more, more opened pe- up. More people will be vaxxed. Yeah. It'll be warmer. I'm not trying to go not to that, that it was cold, but windy-ass city. It but gets fucked. The coldest I've ever been was in Chicago. Have you ever ate one of those big-ass Deep dish ass Chicago pizzas that's yeah. like a casserole. Yeah. Yeah, the place we stopped. How do you feel about that? Pequods. Brought some home. It was amazing. Because, like, all the people from Chicago I talked to are like, we don't eat that shit here. Liars. We eat tavern style pizza. Uh, we don't eat these fucking pizza pot pies. <laughs> like, that's tourist shit. Tavern style's good too. But Pequods is fucking. Well, they, it's, you know, it's not like. I don't know if I'd call it. Uh, it's definitely deep dish, but it's like just pan on steroids. Well, like, I would try it, but like the way they do pizza in Chicago, uh, per my research is you don't just go to a place and be like, let me get a slice. They're like, no, here's the whole pizza. Yeah. Eat it with your party. Yeah. As opposed to New York where you're like, give me a slice and you get a slice and you eat it and move on. Right. Um, um, you know, if I go with Braxton, then we... He'll just eat all the pizza. All the pizza. And I can have a slice and a half. How is Slick, slick Sweet Dick, Willie? Really? He needs to write the show. Oh, no. We have not. Our our communication has been strained. He has not been speaking to me very mm. much. He should um, he should totally write the show. I don't know what's going on with that. Okay. I, and I've even texted him like, bro, what is happening? Are you mad at me? Yeah. Uh, By the way, my, my knee wound is, is healing nicely. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, I don't have to wear a band-aid anymore. Good for you. Um, you know, without worrying about it opening up and bleeding everywhere. I cannot believe how much this All shit the went. blood. Yeah. yeah. I had to spend like eight hours getting blood out of my mattress. Hydrogen peroxide, salt, and dishwashing liquid. Topo Chico works on blood, too. Just in case this happens to you guys. Because Topo Chico works on Everything. Everything. Hungover? Topo Chico. Blood got, HI- got HIV? <laughs> Topo Chico. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Rona? Three Topo Chicos. Three Topo Chicos. And the lime. 
Two lines. Don't forget the lime. Start the start, start the, the show. Whatever. I don't I don't remember the format of this. It feels like it's been two weeks since I've done this podcast. It does feel like a while. But for me, it's because I completely blacked out all of last podcast. Because you were worried about your wife being on the show. That's correct. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only paranormal you'll find here is a bottle of Sour Mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, hey, hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin and this is Christian. Hey, hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter at underscore drink freely, or you can follow us on Facebook at Alcoholics Autonomous. Today's show is being brought to you by Fair Auto. Is your daily schedule really busy? Do you have zero time for sexual encounters? Or maybe you are having a secret office affair and you need to meet in a discreet location on your lunch break. You don't want your coworkers to know. Well, Fair Auto is here for you. Just download the app. It's under Fair Auto. And your wife will never check it because, well, it looks like an auto parts store app. So what you do is you open up Fair Auto, put in your information, tell them what time you want to meet, and Fair Auto will drop Dropbox a discreet, non-marked van to the location of your preference. And when you show up, it will be open, and you can go inside, and it will have a nice queen-size bed in there with cocktails to do what you want. And once you're done, leave, open the app, tell them, you know, give them a five-star review because don't be an asshole, and move on with your day. Fair Auto. We're here for your affair. Shit. Fair Auto. Fair. That could actually work. That could actually work. The only... Christian, have you ever run into a, a like, a, you ever been in, like, a neighborhood and, like, had to pull over to the side of the road and get get your groove on. I have, first of all, when Fair I, Auto could have been there. First of all, I've never had to do it, but I have chosen to do it many times. Okay, mostly in really expensive, rich white neighborhoods that were not completely done with construction. Find a vacant lot on a dark road, and then me and old girl get busy. Uh, this is a hypothetical, or you, this, this is exactly have. what the fuck happened to me. Oh, uh, the only shitty part about this is that, like, the only drawback of this business is that it involves people. At some point, people are gonna know so and so scheduled a rendezvous with so and so, and I had to drive my van there to make it happen. And if the so-and-sos are the right so-and-sos, I can just sell that story to TMV, T, TMZ, and then and then just fucking retire. Oh, uh, we're going to have to find a way around that's that. That's the only drawback. Completely anonymous. There is, a, there is a way to get around that. How do you be anonymous to the company, but the girl knows who you are? Uh, well, I, you know what? You can't get stranger rendezvous. It has to be somebody that you already have a relationship with. Yes, and through Fair Auto app, 
you will get sent a confirmation code and you enter that com com a confirmation code into the app and your partner has to also enter the confirmation code into the app. Only then will the van be dropped at your specific location. Absolutely. And the cybersecurity on this would have to be massive. Yes. Otherwise, oh, we have an extensive... There background. are girls just driving to vacant lots to be abused by people who hack the system. But... You as far were, as I know, this has top-of-the-line cybersecurity. You were telling a story about how this how this could have uh, you know benefited you or how maybe before you were inconvenienced. I didn't... Uh, I mean, at the time where it would have benefited me, I wouldn't have had the money to afford to pay for the service. Of course not. So, but tell us the story. There's a bunch of them, even though I know the one you want me tell to tell, us you the one. Dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yay. It was probably 19. Anyway, we found... We were on our way to a party. We were like, hey. Let, can't can't make it. Let's get this in first. Yeah. So, we, uh, I slide into... I'm not saying the neighborhood's name. Uh, we slide into a giant... I thought like, you were going to talk about the girl. I slid into her. Huge, huge <laughs> houses neighborhood. Very spread out. They're still building shit. Slide into a vacant lot in that neighborhood. It's dark. There's no street lights down there. Yeah. We get out of my truck, my little tiny truck. And uh, I give her the goods. Hey. And she gives me the goods. Hey. And then. Double A. After we finish. Oh my God. Don't ever say that I don't open up on this podcast. <laughs> After we finished, I still remember the shirt I was wearing. Oh, yeah? It was a gray shirt that said camel towing. And it had a camel with a tow truck towing another vehicle. That's a great shirt. It was a great I'm shirt um, with burgundy print. But after we finished fucking, it was a gray shirt with burgundy print with red stains all over it. It matched uh, the It matched the print. <laughs> Somebody was menstruating, and um, we weren't aware. So, a lot of those stains were on my shirt. And old girl was tripping, like, oh, my God, we can't go in here. They're going to see your shirt. And I was like, chill. Remember, I was driving a 91 Chevy S10. So, I went, stood next to the truck, grabbed my shirt, and just rubbed all of it across it. And what the, color was the truck? The truck was red. Ah, so the red paint came off of the truck onto my shirt. Now, does liquid so, menstruation remove paint? It does not. I just added to it. <laughs> I just added to it. My shirt was hella red. It wasn't all red, but it was red enough for me to be like, yeah, I had to lean over and fix this thing, and the paint came off of my truck. Yeah, yeah, throw some out That's there. all we needed. We had a great night after that. Good, good. I fucked again later. Yeah. Did you take your shirt off? No. Why, right? Why not? This is you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I had a shirt like that in college, but it was from a movie we made that was covered in blood. Fake blood. Obviously. The shirt was covered in fucking uterine lining and fucking uterine lining. Chevrolet paint. Oh, good. 
Chevy Red. Candy Apple Red? Uh, you know that it wasn't Candy Apple Red. <laughs> Rusty Red. It was Rust Red. <laughs> this is the truck line. Which Rust Red perfectly matches with administration. It really does. It really it does. Really, and I didn't know until that night when I did this. And I was like, ah, what, the, what, what a convenient truck color to have. Niggas are mad resourceful when it comes to fucking. When you need... Oh, I was like, oh yeah, I needed, I, I needed that pussy, and now we have a problem. I can fix this. And I'm like, all right, give me 30 seconds. Got, Got it. it. <laughs> all right, we're good to go. This is no, going to work. Nobody know. I'll tell them all what happened. Yeah. Rolled up against the truck, trying to fix something else. We're good to go. Let's party. Yeah. Had a great yeah. night. Good, good, good. Thank you for, thank you, thank you for sharing, Christian. Uh, I'm going to reiterate, never again never. say that I do not share on this podcast. Who says we don't share? Guys, don't forget, our email is alcoholicspc at gmail.com. Please like and share the show. Tell your parents. Tell your kids. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christian, last night we were talking, well, we were talking about baseball earlier, about uh, the shellacking that the um, Braves took. No, no, no. No. The Twins took from the White Sox. It was 15-4. to four. Uh, You were telling me a little anecdote about something or other. About a 45-mile-an-hour pitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they put in a position player because they're getting their asses beat so bad. They're like, we got to save our pitching. Understandable. we got to save our pitching. Understandable. Like, the game is lost. Yeah. So they put in a position player who threw a 45-mile-per-hour fat-as-fuck pitch. I feel like I could do that easily. You, you could. And then got taken bomb. As a matter of fact, no position player in baseball should be throwing 45 miles per hour. He should. He should they be. can all throw faster than that. I feel like everybody could throw like 60. Mm, 55. That's not true. No? It's not. I feel like I could do a 70 heater. I hate to go. No, you couldn't. Yes, I could. Okay. I could totally throw a 70 I'm not going to argue with you about this. But We're going to find out. Yeah, we'll go to a place that fucking measures that shit. And I got pitching arm hubris. This professional athlete threw the ball at 45 miles per hour and then got taken yard even though they were down by I would have been behind that baseball points. riding his ass telling him to get the fuck in the other lane. He was dry, He was throwing. So You're slow. not driving. <laughs> I'm just telling you that pitch is too fucking slow. Man. Oh. Yes, it was slow. It was fat. Um, guy hit bomb, and his own manager at Tony Larusa is like, "All right, you shouldn't have done that." I'm like, "Tony Larusa, first of all, you shut, shut the fuck, fuck up." up. <laughs> Secondly, if they don't want that to happen, then put fucking professional pitching out there. Yeah, come on, man. Otherwise, deal with the consequences. Remember when the Astros would put fat-ass Tyler White out there? Yes. Ah, so funny. Let's see. Oh, so the other baseball thing I had, um, Atlanta and the Mets last night, they played, I think it was a 3-1 game. But um, have you heard about Kevin Pilar? Hitting the nose by a fastball. He got hit in the face with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. Oof. Yeah, fuck that, man. Talk about things that I would never get. I, like, you could pay me a million dollars, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting hit. I have a couple of questions. Like, one, why did he not get out of the way? Well, it looked like, I watched the video, and it kind of came in center and kind of leaned over. Yeah. Uh, and plus, it's 94 miles of fucking out. Now, if you said it was 101, I'd be like, all right, I get it. 
These twos get paid millions of dollars to hit 99 mile per hour fucking pitches. This was 94, and not only did he not hit it, he didn't get out of the way, and it hit him in his fucking nose. Right in his nose. Now, I, like, I've had embarrassing moments in baseball. Like, everyone has, like, I literally broken my hand um, trying to hit a way too far inside fastball that I shouldn't have swung at. Swung and broke my hand. Um, but I wasn't getting paid to play baseball. No. And I hadn't been playing my whole fucking life when that happened. So, like, like getting hit in the nose is weird. Like, if you get hit in the back of the head, I kind of get that because they threw that ball behind you. Getting hit in the nose is weird. They didn't throw that behind you. Like, that shit just ran up and hit you in the face. Yeah. Um, and maybe old Kevin needs to work on his reactions. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the way the pitch was thrown, I was kind of like, well, ugh, but still, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know. feel bad for the guy. Faces were loaded. Anyway, he went to the hospital. Multiple face, uh, facial fractures. Uh, the Mets on Tuesday said uh, Pilar will be meeting with a facial specialist in Atlanta to determine the next steps. Uh, the bases were loaded. Uh, Jacob Webb's errant pitch. It was obviously not intentional. Um, and James McCann scored the go-ahead run. Now, my guy did say that he is fine. He said that he is fine. He did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd be... Saying shit was fine that early after getting in the nose. I would be salty as fuck. Like, shit ain't sweet, motherfuckers. Well, they took I, the pitcher out after that, and he was like, <laughs> obviously upset, too. And yeah, I, I'm like, I, I yeah. Also. I don't, you, you don't want your pitcher pitching. After I just that. destroyed that man's moneymaker. Like, I mean, he's a baseball player, so it's not his moneymaker. I mean, you know, there's a few pitchers throughout history that you could let do that, but... Most people aren't built like that. Like, once they run a pitch into a dude's nose, they're pretty much done for the day. Yeah. Like, you got to get them out of there just for their psychological health. Speaking of, I'm going to do one more baseball thing because we're on the topic. But speaking of guys that fucked up their face uh, during their baseball career, in April of 2020, Drew Robinson, um, I guess he was at home not, not feeling... The right way, he decided at 27, he was going to put a pistol to his head and pull the trigger. And he did. He was sitting in front of his, in his living room in Las Vegas. Unfortunately for Drew, or fortunately, depending on how you look at this, he woke up 20 hours later from a self-inflicted gunshot wound with a hole in his head and the fear that he had lost an eyeball. He was right. The gunshot wound had ruptured his right eye. When he woke up, he realized that he actually wanted to live. He called 911. said, I need an ambulance. I tried to commit suicide last night, and I made it through. I think I detached my eye, maybe. I can't open my right eye, and I have a huge hole in my head, and I'm in a lot of pain. Doctors could not save his ruptured eye. A prosthetic eye now sits in his right socket. But, kind of cool, playing with one eye didn't halt his baseball comeback. On Wednesday, he made the 25-man roster of the Sacramento Rivercats, which is the San Francisco Giants AAA affiliate. So he's, I guess, well, we'll see. I mean, he's, he kind of scampered around the league uh, with the Rangers and a couple other teams. I think the Angels were another one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's he's like, it's kind of hard to play baseball with one eye closed, but 
It's got to fuck with your depth perception, I would imagine. Mm, depends but, on the eye. Yeah. You have your dominant eye? I don't think you'd be okay. I don't know if I have a dominant eye. I never thought about it. Most people do. Not everyone, though. Huh. Um. So that's that's all the baseball talk I'm going to do tonight, I promise. Well, shout out to that guy. He's well, yeah, And he's in triple A. Like, he's not in single A ball. He's in triple A. Yeah. He's one step from the... From the major, from the show, baby. And they let fucking Tim Tebow play <laughs> and and then they signed him to the fucking Jaguars as a tight end. So, I, uh, that's purely to sell tickets. I don't think he's making the fucking final roster. There's no right. way. No. Oh, he might as a gimmick like Taysom Hill kind of guy. Gimmick guy and. But Taysom Hill can throw a football a million times better than Tim Tim Tebow ever could. So can you. I could out throw <laughs> Tim Tebow all fucking day, all day. My guy was terrible. Like if I if, but, I, if I joined a, a squad for football and they're like, okay, you have to beat out Tim Tebow. Oh, I feel good about like, this. I'd be like, well, if I use my right arm, I feel like I'm cheating. But if I threw it with my left hand... <laughs> oh, it might be an even competition. Even, even competition. But he's yeah. reuniting with Urban Meyer. We'll see. Coached him to Heisman and National Championship in college. But there is no hope for that dude throwing the ball on an NFL level or I don't even know how he threw it on a college level. Like I couldn't watch. I'm pretty games. sure he had Percy Harvin on his team, and that the dude was just open all the time. So he was just like loft, and then Percy would like run around right right find the ball, catch it, and 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 run yeah. 78 yards to score a 30 yard touchdown. Oh, but hey, see Tebow, master of the jump pass, master of the jump pass. Ooh. Yeah, it's like it's like. Signing an NBA player who cannot shoot, but definitely hits layups. <laughs> Sometimes it's all you need. If you got a well-rounded oh, team. Shit. Um. Hey. Oh, my bad. Hey, I need to plug. Um, plug. Our brothers and our sister podcast. Two want to be athletes talk sports. Um. I don't know if you know this, but this is a podcast where two want to be athletes talk about sports. I'm shocked. Uh, it is very sportsy. You will get gambling advice on there. You will get yes. um, all kinds of insight about sports and whatnot. Uh, I should probably listen check to them since my, my sports, uh, my MyBookie account has gone. It went, it went 100, down to almost nothing, back up to 100, yeah, and listen, now it's back down to Listen nothing. to Ed's takes about betting on hockey. He's got, he's got spreadsheets and whatnot. He does the work. Algorithms! Listen to them. Check them out. They're on all major DSPs at Spotify. Let's Google this YouTube. Check them out. Hey. Um, I just probably put a note in here to plug them at the beginning of the show. You don't. No? Because I have it. So, like, if we don't do it, it's just a failure on my part. You have enough for your plate. I will take care of that. Well, just, just fucking put it on the spreadsheet so it's there. And it can remind me to tell you. Not a big deal. If you want to, man. I'm yeah, I'm gonna a lot. Can we? Okay. I'll just add it. No worries. It is what it is. So, uh, <laughs> as I've been saying on this podcast for many weeks, I have cats that I really need to get rid of. They are single-handedly destroying the local bird population. <laughs> Not just birds. In the last 10 days, 
I've seen a dead blue jay. And when I say a dead blue jay, I mean just the feathers. Just the blue pretty feathers on my patio. They're nice feathers. Um, a dead mouse. Uh, and a dead snake. Little, little garbage yeah. snake. Um, they, they are murdering things at an ever-increasing rate. Like, I need to spread them around so all the murderers not here in Katy. You need to train them and then teach them. Like No, I don't. Train them to do what? Remember the movie Willard? Where he trained all the rats to like eat people. I didn't That's what watch that. Yeah. I'll call it Christian. No, no, Willard was the name of the the mouse, I think. And I could. Are you sure? I thought yeah, it was the guy. Killed. I could take all the cats at my house and go fight Willard because they're fucking murderous murderers. Oh, you would beat Willard. They just murder all the time. They don't oh. give a fuck, and they <laughs> don't. They don't like leave them at our doors as gifts. They eat the fuck out of them. <laughs> I just see, like, carcasses. Disemboweled. Except for the snake. All of that snake was gone. There's no evidence that that snake was ever there. He's gone. Blue Jay is gone. The mouse was gone. Uh, these are really pretty cats. They have really nice color schemes. Please buy them from me. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to put pictures uh, of them on Twitter. But it is what it is. And Facebook Marketplace. Uh, no. Yeah. Then I have to use Facebook have and interact with people who use Facebook. Whatever. You want the cats gone or not? I want them gone. Well, then? I have to protect my mental health, too, though. You can get your wife to do it. She'll be, like, figuring out what Disney princess I can't get is. my wife to do shit! As I was saying, figure out what Disney princess she is. And I've been trying to get anal for five years! <laughs> I can't get her to do shit! I can't... <laughs> Maybe you can, Justin. Getting since y'all go get pedicures and fucking gossip together, maybe you can. Oh, maybe I can. Sure, dude, I can do that for you. Sure, buddy boy. <laughs> Let's see what do we got. What do we got left on this stuff? Oh, so Spain's trying a new thing, and I didn't know this. Uh, Chicago factory workers won fixed labor protections under the slogan "Eight hours for work, eight hours for rest." And eight hours for what we will. So anyway, that's been the thing for, it's been, you know, the 40-hour work week, five days a week has been the standard for a long, long time since I think the, the teens or the 40s. Thanks to unions. Thanks to unions. Uh, but companies are experimenting with four-day work weeks. Yep. Hopefully, ultimately, to improve their bottom lines. The concept broke new ground last month when Spain announced it will become the world's first country to trial a four-day work week. It's a three-year, 50 million euro uh, pilot project that will launch in September. 200 to 400 Spanish companies will voluntarily take part in the project by reducing their employees' work week to 32 hours while keeping their salaries the same. Government will compensate participating businesses for any higher costs incurred by the changes, such as the need to hire additional staff or recognize scheduling and shift patterns. That investment will be financed through Spain's share of the EU Coronavirus Recovery Fund. Um, Some of the pros, I mean, if you think about it, you don't have to commute another day to work. You don't have to spend money on food, drinks, and the employers can slash uh, money on the electricity bills. Um, All of this improves your mental health. That's another thing. Employees are more focused, take fewer breaks when they must work four days a week. More importantly, they start to manage their time more efficiently and smartly. 
less time on the Twitter because they have to get shit done. Uh, Four-day work week makes employees happier, and hence they are more engaged at work. It also boosts employee morale and helps them achieve a better work-life balance. A four-day work week can also reduce the carbon footprint, as we all learned during lockdown, which was really cool. Um, And your employees won't have to commute to and from your office. So I am all for the four-day work week. My job could never do that, but... I want other people to be able to do that. The only way your job to do that is if everybody else in the industry agreed to do that. Which will never happen. It will never happen because they're drilling for oil relentlessly, constantly. Yes. And they cannot have shutdowns in the field. No. You got to get that steel out to them. That's right. But I am still for the rest of humanity being able to do this. Because I think it's a good idea. And I've talked to people like... In our in it like not in they, our industry, but there's people that they work uh well they they work twelve hour days or whatever it is instead of uh just four eight hour days. But they're like, We I fucking love it. I get time to go to the doctor, I get time to do this, because you need a day to get your shit done, man. Yeah. You need a day to get your shit done. Otherwise you gotta take off and have your bosses guilt tripping you for taking time off because yep. Your blood pressure is as high as the sky, and you just don't want to die. So you can keep making the money, but they're like, are you taking a day off? Uh, you're not really a company man. <laughs> like, well, I'll be a company man who dies at his motherfucking desk I if I can't get time off to, your to fucking get healthy. Yeah. So, yes, I'm all for this. I'm not I'm frustrated excited. at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. What else you got, Christian? All right, so check it out, check it out, check it out. I haven't, I've been trying to avoid talking about this for a while, but we're going back. Oh, no. Is it political? Yeah. Oh, God. To the insurrection on January Oh, the riots at the Capitol. So what, (laughs) so what do they call this guy? Oh, you know, I know you don't pay a, a lot of attention to this shit, but like the guy who had on like the fucking water horns, buffalo. yeah, yeah. So his his attorney gave an interview. Um, what's his name? His attorney's name is his last name is Watkins. Anyway, Watkins, the Q shaman. That's what they're calling this uh, horn guy, the Q shaman. Jacob Chansley's attorney said, wait, I have to give trigger warnings first. This guy uses words that I would not use at this uh, state and time, but I'm going to read all of them just so you know how he feels about this. Jacob Chansley's attorney said his client had Asperger's syndrome and indicated that Chansley's mental state and the ability impact of Trump's propaganda efforts would play a role in his case. Okay. He continues to say, a lot of these defendants, and I'm going to use this colloquial term, perhaps disrespectfully, he knows, but they're all fucking short bus people. Watkins told TPM. These are people with brain damage. They're fucking retarded. They're on the goddamn spectrum. But they're our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, our co-workers. Oh. They're part of our country. 
These aren't bad people. They don't have prior criminal history. Fuck. He said short bus people? They were subjected to four plus years of goddamn propaganda, the likes of which the world has not seen since fucking Hitler. Wow. And he is the man defending these people, comparing Trump to Hitler, saying his clients are fucking stupid. Wow. Yes. And he went on record with that. And I don't disagree with any of that, except for the use <laughs> of the inflammatory terms, like the R word. So that's 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 the side he's going to take. These that's poor their defense. Were manipulated because they're such fucking idiots. Because they're too stupid to know what they're doing. They were too stupid to know that they shouldn't have followed what Trump said. That's his defense. Okay. It's, okay. It's not going to work. Well, we'll be following your career with great... <laughs> Whatever Palpatine said. <laughs> with great interest. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in how this... There was a guy that got fired from CNN today because he said we need a new Hitler. First of all, he was not hired. He was a freelancer. Uh, he was never an employee of CNN. But yes, he did say that we needed a new Hitler. And other... Inflammatory things. Other inflammatory things. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't hear like I, it's hearsay. But uh, was he referring to like having like a big bad for like everybody to, like to go after? Is no. that what his this thing is was? regarding the Israel versus Palestine ah, conflict? Okay. Um. And Israel put out a nuts tweet today, like. They were like, they put out like rockets on their Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Like just dozens and dozens of rockets uh, throughout like 10 tweets. And they were like, this is how many rockets Palestine and or Hamas has sent into our settlement. This is how many. And it's like, y'all look kind of crazy, Israel, because y'all have killed about 60 Palestinian children, not combatants, not adults, kids, children. Y'all blew up fucking Al Jazeera headquarters. That's the media place. You blew up uh, the Associated Press headquarters and said, well, there was there were some Hamas people in those buildings. You blew the whole building up. It doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. Jesus. Y'all are bombing everything uh, <laughs> they have killed more people in Palestine uh, in the last two three weeks than Palestine has killed in Israel in the last 20 years Jesus Christ yeah I mean it's, uh, you know obviously they're technologically superior um, I showed you that picture of all those rockets coming across yes. and the Israel Iron Dome intercepting yeah, all that, that shit was wild uh, and I have a an even wilder one, but another time. Yeah. And I don't know enough about this conflict to just like dive into it. What I can tell you is Israel is murdering the fuck out of them. And Gaza is like throwing rocks at the thing from fantastic floor. Like, Nigga, I am rocks. Throw how many you want to throw. I'm fine. I am rocks. I am rocks. Uh, 
it's not going well for them. Um, also, you know how much money we, us as a country in the United States, pays Israel every day for their military? Uh, please tell me. It's over $10 million a day. We pay them $3.8 billion a year for their military. Because they have the Jesus military? Why do we pay Israel? It had something to do with the fucking Bible. I'm not exactly sure. I've never understood it. Like I said, I'm not going to delve real deep into this because I don't got no PhDs on this shit. No. But, uh, yeah. And, there's a name for this shit and I forgot it. And I'm not going to look it up right now. But, we pay, in this country, we pay certain, a few countries... Um, lots of money for their militaries. Um, Israel is the only country that we pay money who doesn't have to spend that money on buying arms from our domestic companies. So they can spend that money on their own arms companies and then keep spending it and keep building and they make more money and then keep spending it um, to the point where they are the largest arms exporter. That's not us, Israel. Israel. That tiny ass Israel, because we pay them damn near four billion dollars a year. We are complicit in their war crimes. Um, for sure. But uh, let's go ahead and move on so we don't get canceled. Well, let's talk about some more depressing shit. Um, fuckery Allen this week. A 14-year-old boy has been charged with murder of a 13-year-old girl whose body was found in the woods on Sunday night, less than 12 hours after she was reported missing. Uh, the boy, who is the main suspect in the case, on Sunday night took a selfie in the back of a police car and posted it on Snapchat with the caption, Hey guys, has anybody seen Tristan lately? What a fucking little piece of shit. Uh, he posted the picture while the hunt for the 13-year-old Tristan Bailey was still on. The 14-year-old, meanwhile, has been taken into custody and charged with second-degree murder. They, I tried to find out, like, if they... They did find the body, but they didn't disclose how it was or what was what how she was murdered or whatever. But, yeah, she was a cheerleader, 13 years old, fucking kid murdered her. What the fuck? Pretty sure. And then posted his... Shit on Snapchat. In the in the car? In the cop car. How is he not cuffed? Because <sighs> I, I know that cops will cuff children. I've seen it enough times. Yeah. How the fuck did he do that? Not this kid, man. Was he very flexible? I don't know. I've gotten out of handcuffs in the back of a cop car before. That seems so fucking dangerous. <laughs> Listen, nine, nine. You gotta chill. You gotta chill. Get your bitch under control. Nine. We're at fifty-one. We'll be done soon. We're, I promise. we're almost done. Nine. Stop it. Oh my god, the tug is coming down to the door like alien, bro. <laughs> oh, this uh, fucking German Shepherd. Dear man. listeners, my dog is trying to eat her way through the door of the studio. You can probably hear it. 
<laughs> she, she, oh, I'm, I'm for sure they can. She will not be denied. Nine, chill out. We'll be done in a minute. Relax, oh bitch. Hey. Uh, uh, let's see. What else do I got? Oh, what do you got? I have a story about One Punch Man. Yeah, One Punch Man's good. Yeah. We're not talking about baseball anymore. Mm. Dunkin' Donuts employee charged with manslaughter for a fatal punch of a customer who allegedly used a racial slur. Okay. Corey Pools, 27, was working at the Tampa... Not related to the baseball Dunkin' Donuts, not... Because we're not talking about baseball. I don't know that. (laughs) But anyway, his name's Corey Pools. Okay. Uh, When a 77-year-old customer came in to complain about the drive-thru service... During a verbal altercation, the customer allegedly used a racial slur, at which point, Pulos challenged him to repeat it. When the men said it again, Pulos allegedly punched the man in the jaw, knocking him backwards. The customer was hospitalized and pronounced dead two days later. He fucking killed the guy? One punch! Holy shit! Kill the dude! Oh my god! Well, hey, let that dude out. That's one punch, man. One, yeah. Let he yeah. needs to fight crime. Yeah, old ass cracker came in there, called him a nigger, and he he fucking paid for that shit. Yeah, let, let Corey Pauls out. Free Corey Pauls. One punch, man. Oh, Christian, we have a National Weather Service tornado warning in the area until nine forty-five. Oh shit! Take shelter now in a basement. We don't have no fucking basements. Or an interior room on the lowest floor. Up, oh, my phone went away. Uh, we're a all, sturdy building. Uh, I'm going to go to my house and gather up all my kids and then bring them over here. Oh, you Where asshole. are we gathering? That's another tornado that I don't need. I don't need tornado squared, motherfucker. No, the tornado in the house will repel the tornado outside of the house. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> That's the science. Uh, if you are outdoors. That's why my house didn't get affected by Harvey. I had a hurricane in the house. So the hurricane outside didn't It left come. you alone. <laughs> left you alone. <laughs> If you are outdoors in a mobile home or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. Check media. Bye. Shit. Well, we got 30 minutes till we all die. I feel really bad about this because if it's affecting us, you're damn well sure it's further affecting Lake Charles. And they already got hammered. And they got hammered last week, And we too. haven't even started hurricane season yet. No. Yeah, global warming's not a thing. <laughs> uh, it just seems like it gets worse and worse every year, man. I can't disagree. I don't have the data. But uh, it does I don't have seem the like data it gets worse. Either. Hey, Ed. Hey. Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Hey. Richard Dreyfus was telling a story. I don't know how old it is. He says, I didn't talk to you. It was about, what about Bob? Remember that movie? Uh, early 90s cringe comedy with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfus. I feel like you know that I don't remember that movie. I saw What About Bob with my across the street neighbors in the theater. I didn't study fucking film, bro. I didn't see all this shit. I was like eight. They were like, you want to go to a movie? Yeah, my mom never takes me. Let's go. <laughs> what are we going to see? What about Bob? That sounds stupid. That's anyway, cool. it's a great movie. Uh, but Dreyfus was like, I didn't talk about it for years. Uh, Bill just got, thank you, Nine, for commenting. Bill just got drunk at dinner, and he came back from dinner and said, read this script week. I think it's really funny. And he puts his face next to me, nose to nose, and screamed at the top of his lungs, everyone hates you. You are tolerated. 
There was no time to react because he leaned back and took a modern glass-blown ashtray, threw it at my face from a few feet away. It weighed about three-quarters of a pound. He missed me, Thank but he tried you. to hit me. I got up and left. I, and then Bill Murray said, I really try to make every other actor look good whenever I can. This is an interview with Howard Stern in 2014. In this particular film, Annoying Dreyfus, which I kind of got to enjoy, I've got to confess, but I didn't try to annoy him off screen. Dreyfus was not the only one on set that Murray allegedly bullied. Murray threw producer Laura Ziskin into a lake after one argument, which was described as playful. But Bill also threatened to throw me across the parking lot and then broke my sunglasses and threw them across the parking hey, lot. fuck your sunglasses. Hey. This was said by Ziskin in 20, uh, 2003. I was furious and outraged at the time, but having produced a dozen movies, I can safely say it is not common behavior. What is wrong with my dog, bro? I don't know, man. <laughs> Should we just let her in? Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> she's not going to She's going to come in and be like, <laughs> sit down and do nothing. If she uh, fucking comes in and does nothing, that would be great. Oh, God. But that is basically all I have for today. What are we at? 55. I got a lot. I'm not going to get through all of it. Um, um, rundown. Um, Governor Wills Abbott. I'm sorry. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has um, abolished a mass mandate starting on June 5th. Uh, no local governments can... Uh, have a mask mandate. It doesn't matter how bad their cases are. It doesn't matter. Uh, they just can't do it anymore. Uh, now, private businesses still can, but like schools and shit like that, they cannot. Um, also, uh, starting in a little bit later in June, uh, Governor Abbott has opted out of enhanced unemployment benefits, um, robbing unemployed Texans of the money that they have already paid into uh, the federal government, you will not get enhanced unemployment anymore. He wants you to go back to work and work for fucking bullshit. Uh, this cost us nothing to stay in the program, but he's opting out of it anyway. Uh, so, uh, Well, that's what his voters want. I don't really need to tell you so, how you should feel about that asshole. That makes... I mean, it makes perfect sense if you think about who's going to vote for Abbott. Yep. And, uh, oh, clap. I don't agree with the schools, but I'm kind of over the mask at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, because, like, kids don't have an actual vaccine at this point. That kids don't have. For them to take. Yeah. And I don't know if I want kids to get vaccinated at this point because it hasn't been, like, completely thoroughly tested. Well, yeah. I mean, Someone's they're breaking they, into my house. They are clearly taking more time on it. Nine, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Nine, shut up. Um, they're they're taking more time on it for children, and, and they should and they be. Should. They should. Um, uh, let's see. Acupuncture or house fire? You pick. I want acupuncture. Really? You pick the most boring one. Anyway, okay, so, um. I've expressed on this podcast already um, the discomfort I feel every day from nerve pain and and reflux. And Western medicine has seemingly failed me. So my mom was like, go to this medicine man. and A shaman, if you will. 
It's just a Chinese guy with a mask on. Uh, and go and go fucking get some special herbs and some acupuncture. And I was like, you know what? Normally, I would tell you to go fuck yourself, but I've been in so much pain for so long. I'm like, fuck it, I'll try anything. Especially because y'all are paying for it. So, I went, I did my first acupuncture session. Uh, no, no big issues. They sent me home with herbs to pour into hot water and drink and with instructions to and this we live in Texas mind you don't drink cold water anymore it needs to be hot or lukewarm okay don't drink any cold water i've actually heard that before and i was like what why explain this to me it says your gut is very unhealthy and your i was cock? like gut Oh, your gut. You have a healthy gut. Damn it, dude. Come on, man. I'd be outside all day. <laughs> it's fucking hot as shit. You want me to drink lukewarm water while I'm out there? All right, fine. Like I said, I'll do anything tonight. Go inside. They gave me, drink they, your warm water. They gave me fucking tea. Um, I'm like, drink this. Um, Ten scoops at a time. Yes. It's not even tea, bro. It's like... Sludge. Yeah, good. You and they even that. said, don't use a lot of water because it's really gross. Just shoot it down as quick as possible. I was like, all right. So then... Put it in your butt. I No, what? So I went back. I went back again on Monday and got acupuncture again, except they put three needles inside my left ear. Ugh. One in my date. Date. Yeah, you might have to Google that, but it's in your fucking inner ear. It hurt. It hurt so bad, I almost punched the dude. And then he was like, "Here, take these." Well, I, I thought he's gonna hand me a pill, maybe two. Suppository. No, he handed me twelve. 12. 12 pills. Yes, they're little. They look like mini milk duds or mini whoppers. But it was 12 of them. And so then I was like, all right, I'll take it. Fuck it. And then I, like, I put it in my mouth and then I went to drink the water forgetting his instructions. So I was unprepared for that hot ass water that I was using to wash all of that shit down. Also, milk duds and hot water, not a fan. I was not in a good place. And that fucking needle he put in my day, dude, I was in so much pain, I almost punched him. Like, it was stupid. Ugh. Um, this shit better work. I'm going again Thursday. Follow it to the T, man. Commit. I am. I drank that nasty ass. Commit. I have more tea now. One that is 12 scoops and one that has 14 scoops. Did you put the lime? In the coconut? <laughs> <laughs> I took both of them shits before I came over here and the fucking 12 mi- milk duds. Mini milk duds. I took all that shit before I came over here. This shit better work. Because I might murder this nigga if he doesn't. Who is Oh, the guy, not me. Night. It's like The guy. If I was paying for all this, I would be... Upset. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> We can get the fuck out of here. We're out of here. Thanks, guys. Great show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and share. Uh, please write the show, Alcoholics, at Gmail. Alcoholics. What is it? Yeah, look. 
Arschen. <lacht> Uh, alcoholicspc at gmail.com yeah write the show sweet dick willie I want to hear from you dude what's going on where you been you just dip out of my life like that oh and we gotta remind the folks we're rebranding this show it's gonna gonna be drink it's not gonna be alcoholics autonomous it's gonna be drink yeah hosted by the alcoholics autonomous SARS of the bizarre or whatever or is that All they gotta know is D R I N K. Yep. Easy peasy. We're gonna do this fast. Two more weeks. Yeah, it'll it'll be like a flip flop. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and fuck the AK. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. Hey. Bye.